find out if you're ready for love. Here's your marvelous host, Nikki Lee. Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. Season nine. Can, can, okay. I can't believe it's season nine of Ready for Love Radio. And I, I just, I am thrilled to be here for season nine. I am thrilled to have listeners back for season nine. And I have got a guest back who was actually with me in season eight. And we talked about her, she has a game for couples that we talked about in Season 8, Better Topics Game for Couples. And she has a new game coming out, and we're going to talk about that today. She wanted to come back and share that with you all, and it's called Better Topics, The Dating Game. Now, this isn't, this isn't a TV show yet. No one, Diana, you never know. But right now, I, I don't think it's a TV show, but she'll tell me. She'll tell me. So, Diana, it's great to have you back with me. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me again on your podcast. And congratulations for nine seasons. That is amazing. That is truly something to aspire for. Doesn't that blow your mind? Oh, wow. You were actually, I I did a music show last week, so you're officially my first guest for season nine. How about that? (laughs) Aw, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, you know, I, wow, I just, unbelievable. I, I never would have guessed I was going to have a show years ago, and I never would have guessed nine seasons. Woo! Oh, unbelievable. I'm just, I'm a little excited about that, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and, and New, New Visions Radio has been around for nine seasons now, or nine years now, too. Woo! Wow. All right. And And on the show page, I'm going to... Put a link to the show about um, better cup, better topics game for couples for people that missed that. So don't don't worry, folks. You can catch up on the show that if, in case you missed it. So it'll all be there in one place. Now let me let me remind y'all a little bit about Diana before we dive into the new game. She was a manager in the corporate world for the National Health System. In the UK, you'll notice she has an accent, y'all. So, not, not like I have one. <laughs> so, and now she is the creator and CEO of Better Topics. She's helped thousands of couples in over 170 countries improve their relationship and communicate more effectively while still having fun playing Better Topics game for couples. Now, this is a game that encourages couples to have those much-needed conversations that they may not be having on their own. Or, you know, sometimes we just don't think about the things we need to talk about or should talk about. And with the game, you're having fun, and it's a lot more lighthearted when you're, you know, playing a card game. And the best part about best Better Topics is it's a repeatable game. So you can play the game over and over, and all you have to do is shuffle the cards. And the game won the Innovative Gaming Product of the Year for 2021 and 2022. That is not easy to say. At the Central England Prestigious Awards. Congratulations on the the award. Thank you. Thank you so much. <clears throat> that, way too many 20s in there. 
<laughs> so now I I've got a copy <clears throat> of of um better topics for couples and mm-hmm. you know I I have played card games my entire life. I love playing card games. And the cool things with having cards is all you have to do is shuffle them and you've always got a unique game. I've I've played I cannot even tell you how many tens of thousands of card games I've played in my life. And I've never played the same game twice. I tell you what, let's first first let's explain to them how is the game set up. I will talk a bit uh, about the Better Topics card game for couples. Mm-hmm. It is quite interestingly set up. It does have a lot of conversation starting questions, but it's quite different from the usual conversation starting games that you see out there, mainly because this truly is a repeatable game, as in, although the questions are the same every time you play the game, the answers will always change. And this is due to the fact of how we actually thought about the game, the questions and how we uh, set them out. And it also has a lot of game-like elements like cancel the question or reverse the question. And the best part is, I mean, the one that I love most are the rewards that the winner gets to choose from uh, once the game is done. Um, and the main purpose for that was to actually help couples and give them an exact tool that they can use so that they actually start having important conversations for their relationship other than what's your favorite ice cream and what's your favorite color, which maybe to some degree it might be important or it might be good to know about your partner, but it's not crucial in a relationship, you know, like you can live with someone for years and they don't know your favorite color, but they do know like deeper things about you and how to properly connect with you and how to properly support you when you need it and all of these things because I consider those things to be a lot more important than, you know, the favorite ice cream. I mean, okay, ice cream is important to some degree. Again, <laughs> I do love ice cream, but um, still, a good relationship um, has needs actually more important discussions than uh, just the basic, very surface ones. So that was the main aim when uh, we created the Better Topics game for couples. Well, now see, the coach in me loves the modifiers. That's where you mm-hmm. begin. That's my favorite. Well, I love the rewards too, of course. But I, I like the modifiers because then you can dig in and you can get to the meat of it and say, like, you know, why or where mm-hmm. or when. And, you know, you, you get the basic answer but mm-hmm. with the question, but then your modifiers let you kind of get get underneath the question, you know, get, get exactly. to the heart of the That's Exactly. Yes, exactly. So the modifiers help, you know, not to dig out necessarily because that seems so uh, harsh, but it helps drive the conversation further instead of just yes, no type of answers, instead of here, there, or yesterday, or whatever. 
type of conversation that then done you're done on that subject no you have to actually have a in-depth conversation about the things that you go through in a relationship in order to grow it basically right well yes and no and you know chocolate and vanilla you know that kind of thing, strawberry that only gets you so far you know it's you know, it's it's why do you like chocolate ice cream? You know, why why do you like cookies and cream? You know, because mm-hmm. then you know you get like to the backstory. You know, or mm-hmm. or why do you like chocolate chip cookies? You know, it's because mm-hmm. that was the one that my grandmother made, and I remember, you know, times you know with her in the kitchen. You know, then then you then you get to the cool stuff. Then you get to the neat stories. Then you get to the you know the the elements of us. You know, it, it's it, it's not just the surface answers. It's the real heart of the matter. You know, the real stuff that tells us mm-hmm. it tells us the, the warm fuzzy stuff about each other. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So you know, building on that, we have now created another game for those who are in the dating phase. Because we had so many people request this, and um, we had so many uh, of our single friends who saw the Better Topics card game for couples, but they weren't in a relationship, so they couldn't really play it. Um, so they kept asking us, like, you know, when are you guys going to do a game for dating? Because, you know, there are so many of us that are still dating, still need help with that. And so that was in a plan. But then, something very interesting happened because, you know, I always have this uh, saying, be careful what you wish for because that's exactly what you will get. So we weren't sure exactly how we'll structure it, what we'll do with it, what we'll do with it, and, you know, all of these things. So what happened was that um, a high school teacher from Denver, Colorado, actually reached out to us because he invented a dating game for his students. So he's been a high school teacher for over 20 years, and he's the type of guy that he's meant to be a teacher, you know? Like, he has this passion for teaching, which is amazing to see in people. And because he's so passionate about it, and he's so passionate about helping his students, you know, like with real-life situations as well, he found that many times his students would confine in him, you know, about issues with their relationship, dating life, and things like these. Um, And he realized quickly that, you know, students, especially teenagers, weren't really listening to him when he would tell them to read a book about it or he would advise them to read, like, this article that's very interesting on dating. They wouldn't read it. I mean, they're teenagers, you know. (laughs) Their, Their attention span is, like, nothing. So what he did was he invented this card game for them, which actually, um, you know, the students started loving and they would even come up to him like in their break and they would give up their break just to sit with him and go through this game and through the cards because it would actually help them make better dating decisions and be more aware of a person's characteristics before just deciding whether to go on a date or to be with someone or not. So in his research on um, how to launch this via via a Kickstarter campaign, 
um, he found our game as being the only most relevant and basically in the same niche somehow, you know. So he reached out to us, you know, with some advice. Uh, if we have any advice for him, you know, because, uh, well, he has this game and he, he wasn't really sure how to start and how to actually do a Kickstarter campaign. So we had a very interesting call and um, both my husband and I just loved talking to him. And what we loved the most was this passion that he had, you know, the passion that you can feel in some people when they do something amazing and they're so excited about it. Like you, for mm -hmm. example, you know, I mean, you're here nine seasons in and every time when I listen to you talking about your podcast, your voice just slightly changes <laughs> as if you're talking about something very, very dear to you. So, you know, when, when he started talking about his students and how, um, you know, the game was helping his students, he just lit up, basically. You know, it was so amazing to see that. And right. we could feel his passion even, you know, although it was like a Zoom call and we were in the UK and he's like in Denver, in Colorado, like literally the other side of the world. And he was so passionate about it and we could feel it. So we decided to partner up with him because we obviously had uh, the experience and also we had to go through the game properly and tweak it, you know, to make it more playable and less ambiguous and um, easier to play basically. And um, we've been working on that for the past few months now. And we are going to launch the Kickstarter campaign with the better topics, the dating game, uh, in September. Um, so basically, we're super excited to yet again help people with a game. Because this, I found, interestingly enough, is a passion of mine that I haven't realized until very few years ago, that I really love to learn through games. And many people do actually love to learn through games, although they don't realize it maybe at first. But, right. you know, even when um, I was in my corporate job and we were doing like a lot of management training and stuff, I still remember the courses where we would play something. Like, you know, the reason didn't really matter. Like maybe because we, you know, our supervisors had to see how we deal with a team or how we manage a team or to learn, you know, how to function in a team and all of those things. But all of the courses that actually involve the game, I still remember them to this day. And I remember taking a lot of pictures as well. Like once we had to build this Eiffel Tower out of uh, pasta sticks, you know, and it was so <laughs> fun and we were fooling around. And But we learned a lot of useful skills as well. And then I realized that, you know, as kids, we learn most through games, like when we're in, in kindergarten and nursery and after that, we learn most that way and most skills and most social skills, especially in a group, you know, we, we learn them through play. But mm -hmm. we kind of tend to forget that as we grow up, you know, but if we go back to that just a bit, we realize that learning is actually not so tedious anymore and it's not so frustrating and tiring you know it's actually fun and you also remember all the things you've learned so this was my drive behind uh, partnering up with Scott who's, who's the teacher um, to help and develop this game further and 
make it playable by a, a vast variety of people and in literally any age group at the end of it because when we started thinking about all the people who could play this game and would have better dating lives, it was just amazing. You know, we were like, oh my God, literally anyone, anyone, any age, they can start playing the game because the game itself has like different variants. You know, it can be played in a single player type or a two player type or even a group. You know, at a party, they can start playing it with friends, which is amazing. And the end result is that, you know, they have fun, which is really good. We all want to have fun. And they also learn how to um, make better dating decisions and how to keep an eye out, especially to the red flags, because at the end of the day, we all have some red flags or we all have some things that others might consider red flags, but some of them are, um, let's say, with some of them we can deal with easier than with others, you know? So right. alongside a lot of good characteristics, you also get some red flags as well that you have to decide whether is that one red flag canceling all the good ones or I would just date this guy because that red flag is not as serious, let's say, or not as if this is something I can deal with. So, um, you know, um, we are super excited to launch it. Um, and... Um, I know my friends who are still dating, uh, they're super excited as well because they can't wait to get their hands on it and start playing. Well, and you've got lots and lots of potential. I forget, what, what do y'all call your, your like expansion packs that you've got that, that you add on to the... Um, yes, those are for the better topics card game for couples. Um, right. You, so for the game for couples, we do... You have extension decks, various extension decks, yes. Um, well, but this one this? will have. Sorry. Well, I was just I, I I couldn't remember what you called them, but there there were going to be lots of potential expansion packs for the dating one I can think of. Yes. There's about twenty that just came to yes. mind just while you yes. were talking. Yes. Well, we well, we do have in the works some expansion deck ideas. Uh, we just want to get the main deck out there first and then working on oh, the extension yeah. decks. Um, but once the extension decks are out and once you add those to the main game, the way you play it slightly shifts, but it's still a lot of fun and um, it's still very playable, especially in larger groups. Yes, no joke. Uh, can, I, can I just say, <clears throat> if you're ever looking for a... a um, Certified love coach to to come on board. I, I I'm available. <laughs> so, lots of ideas. Lots well, of we ideas. could, you know, now thinking about it, we could actually partner up because we have a card game for couples that you know if you work with couples, um, you can have that in your packages as a bonus for them. Or if you work yeah. with someone who is in the dating phase, we now have the better topics the dating game and then they can use that to actually learn in a fun way to make better decisions. Yeah, I'm just well and, and it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt you all to, to have a, a certified love coach, you know, associated with what you're doing. So yes. we, 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 we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. But I well and, and I think I remember too when we were talking initially that I asked if if the the one for couples could be used by dating 
people that were dating and I was looking through and and I I thought about that when I was flipping through the cards myself when they came in and there were there were quite a few that could be but you'd have to actually go yes. through the entire pack and separate them out kind of thing so this is cool. yes exactly yes exactly so, so this is why we actually wanted um, a separate deck for those who are dating because right. we felt that some of the questions from the card game for couples um, were a bit too deep for those who are in the dating phase. That's why we, we you know, we wanted this separate game so they can um, have those um, initial decisions, let's say, that you kind of make in a dating phase, whether you want to date someone or not. And then once you are well into the dating, uh, with the same person, then you can uh, migrate towards the um, card game for couples because that's the point when the discussions can be deeper. Uh, right. But definitely not not at the beginning of the dating phase when people are mm. still deciding whether they are, you know, they they match each other or whether they are even compatible with each other. Right. Well, and that's that's your expansion packs too because there's there's so many different phases to dating. You know, so, mm -hmm. but, um, interesting, interesting. So, so what's your experience with dating? I know you're, you're married now, but, you know, yes. what, what, what is, what is working on this project brought back to you as far as your, your time with dating? Oh my God. A lot of, uh, I would say, I would normally say a lot of trauma, but it's not trauma anymore because I kind of worked it through, so it doesn't affect me anymore as it used to. Um, Good. So I had um, many years of dating that, uh, well, failed basically because, yes, now I am married, but um, before meeting my now husband, there have been plenty of years of dating and failing at it miserably and being very frustrated by it because you know what I realized recently is that we don't really know anything about dating when we start dating when we're like maybe teenagers maybe late teens maybe early 20s whenever we start dating you know what is it that we actually know about it because what I know now about dating and relationships I know through a lot of books that I read, a lot of courses I went through, uh, a lot of therapists I um, I followed online and you know followed their work and their books and everything. So I've educated myself over a few years. So I have the knowledge uh, that I have now. But when I started dating, I had no clue what I was doing. You know, like the only things I knew about dating were what I saw around me, which to be honest, wasn't much. Uh, what I saw in movies, you know, which, again, it's kind of questionable whether you should take that as advice or not. Um, right. So, you know, or maybe things that other people were telling me from their experience, which at the end of the day, that's their experience. It doesn't mean it has to be mine as well. So, you know, I thought like, we don't know anything about dating. I, I still think that dating and relationships should be taught in schools because this is something that everyone goes through at some point in their life. Whether sooner or later, it doesn't really matter. Someone at some point will start dating or at least go yeah. on one date or something like that. So, But they don't know how to even um, do that properly or how to even not necessarily assess a partner, but 
actually understand whether they would be compatible with that person or whether that person has some very red flags that might just bring misery into the relationship instead of um, nice things and good feelings and happiness overall. So, you know, if something like this could be taught in schools or even used by uh, counselors, you know, in like high schools that talk with like teenagers who go through dating phase and especially in teenage years, I think we take everything to the extreme. We feel like, oh my God, the world is ending just because you might have broken up with someone that we liked and stuff. Um, so I think, you know, because of my past experience with so many bad dates, I mean, I have so many um, bad date stories that I could literally write a book only on those. Um, and I even thought once, like, you know, I should actually write a, a movie script on them because some of them are just so funny that you cannot even make them up. They're that funny. <laughs> so, like, I have my um, shortest date ever. My shortest date ever was something like five minutes, maybe less, where mm. I walked up and I was, like, in... I think I was like 26, 27 at that time. <clears throat> and by that time, I got so annoyed with uh, dating in general and many men, I'm not saying all of them, but many of them, that, you know, if I wouldn't like something from the first five minutes, I would literally just walk away. I was like, is, there's no point to lose an hour of my life with this person. I got to that point where I was like, I either like you or I totally don't and I'm leaving. And so it was like summertime. I got dressed. You know, I had like this very nice dress and high heels and I um, had my hair done and makeup I don't really wear anyway. And I like walked up, you know, to the meeting point and I saw this guy coming up with like, um, I don't know if you know those low crotch sweatpants. I really hate those. Like those are my <laughs> literally, when I see those, I would, I would just tear, like I could rip them off. Like, I don't know. I just hate those uh, sweatpants with like very low crutches. I just don't like them. They're not my style yeah. and I, I don't think they look good on anyone. Maybe if you're like 15, maybe. But, you know, beyond 15, I don't think those are cool anymore. You know, like, so I was seeing this guy who was like 30 at the time. And when I saw him coming up in those type of sweatpants and like a, a, a lousy t-shirt, I just looked at him and I was like, I need to go. I cannot do this. The thing was, I wanted to leave before, but it was too late because he saw me. So I had to stay there and at least say hello. I couldn't be that rude, you know. Uh, but I told him, like, I'm sorry, I cannot do this. And he was like, why? What's happening? And I said, the simple fact that you wore those type of sweatpants, it shows me that we are not compatible in any way. Like, I <laughs> put a lot of thought in what I'm going to wear, how I'm going to do my hair, and all of this for today's date basically you coming in those sweatpants and just like a lousy t-shirt it shows me you didn't give a shit you know about this date yeah. so I'm like that's enough for me like if you don't care as much as to dress normally like I don't say to come in a suit or something although if you would that would be some extra points but um, at least come like you know just casual towards smart but not sweatpants like we're not going to the gym now you know we're going on a date it's not like oh you know I just threw something on just to see this girl you know I was like no you clearly don't care as much for this date so I'm gonna leave I'm not gonna waste my time or yours so I literally just left that was like five minutes 
So I have a lot of crazy stories like these. But, you know, until I got to the point where I wasn't upset anymore about these type of situations, it took me years. And that was years of heartache, which people that could play the better topics dating game could bypass. You know, they don't have to go through years and years of heartache, of uh, wondering what happened, why didn't they call back, I thought the date uh, went well, you know, all of these things. And, um, or even entering relationships with people that we clearly saw the red flags at the beginning, but we ignored them, you know? So people playing this game can actually learn to look for the red flags from the very beginning, before they fall in love with the person, before they start having feelings when they don't really care about the red flags anymore until it's too late. So, um, you know, people can actually bypass years of bad dating or years of bad relationships even, you know, if they start dating more, let's say more wisely and more informed in a way. So they know exactly what to look for and how to look for it and then you know, they can just decide from the first date, yes or no. I mean, maybe not in five minutes like I've done in my example, but (laughs) still, you know, if you sit like through one day, through one hour, you might, um, you actually uh, would be able to realize if this person is compatible with you or not instead of wasting three months of dating or six months of dating and then getting to the point where, ah, no, we're not compatible, we're not going to be together, you know? So especially because, you know, we are living in an age of speed right now. Everything we want on high speed, dating needs to kind of catch up with that as well. We don't have time or the years anymore to date for, I don't know, two, three years and then decide, yeah, this is not good. I'm not going to put up with this stuff anymore. You know, so you can actually um, pinpoint those, those red flags in the beginning which is something I really want to help people with because, again, they don't have to waste years the way I've done. Well, and the thing is, too, once a person has wasted two, three years of their life, they don't want to start over again. It's like, you know, okay, well, it's become so familiar that it's their normal, you know? And, and once something is that ingrained and becomes your normal, it's really hard to convince somebody that it's bad for them. Or it's it's not it's it's not what is good for them or healthy for them or mm. something that they should be in, you know. Or or you know you need to get out of this situation, you know. And and I'm I'm huge on on pointing out or helping people to identify red flags because it's you know especially when something happens real subtly and real slowly. You know, it's it's so easy to get into a situation when it happens real slow. You know, like, like when somebody slowly gets you away from, from your family and your friends and they're doing it with, oh, but I want to spend all my time with you. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't hang out with them. Spend time with me. No. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be with you all the time. You know, when they do this kind of thing. And and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, but they want, but but they want to be with me. They want to, you know, they want to spend their time with me. Isn't this great? They they want to be with me all the time. 
and and you don't realize that you're spending less and less time with family, less and less mm. time with friends, and you you don't realize nobody else is in your life anymore. You know, mm. and and it's, it's mm-hmm. this kind of stuff that that happens so slow that we don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and by the time it gets to the point where it's dangerous, you don't notice. It's like, what What do you mean? You know, and this time you've lost touch with everybody, you know, and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, where, where is everybody, you know? So it's it, it's getting people to start seeing this stuff earlier. You know, to see it, see it when it first starts to happen, and and to see that, you know, it's it's great that the person wants to be with you, but you need you need everybody in your life, not just this person. You know, a lot of a lot of ways to help people to mm-hmm. have healthy dating. Yes. <laughs> but so yes, why exactly. Are, that is what it is. And the so the interesting thing is how this game is already impacting the lives of so many. Um, like, for example, Scott um, actually told me about this um, very interesting story with one of his colleagues even. So not just his students, but his colleagues as well have played the game with him. And uh, one of his colleagues actually went on a date like two days later, and she said that Within half an hour of that day, she realized that that person is actually not good for her because she noticed some red flags, you know, in in the conversation. And she was more aware of exactly what questions to ask and how to ask them. So she said that, you know, instead of wasting so many dates and months, she knew within a half an hour, which was amazing. You know, she was so excited about it because she didn't have to... Uh, wonder so much about dates anymore and uh, wonder about, you know, compatibility with a person. You know, she knew straight away whether yes or no. And then she didn't waste her time. She didn't waste his time anymore. And they just, you know, parted and that's it. And that's where it finished. But it could have been three months of bad dating or it could have been six months of horrible dating. Who knows? Awesome. That's the way it should work. So why yes. why do you think so many people struggle with dating? Because I mean, let's be honest, a lot of people struggle with dating. They either they either date one person, kind of settle, or they struggle. Mm. I mean mm. that that seriously sums up about seventy plus percent of dating. So why why do you think that is the majority of people dating? Well, I think there are many reasons. To be honest. Um, some might just um, choose the wrong partner because of, I don't know, trauma maybe. There are a part that do that because that's what they've been through and that's the only thing they know. And um, we have this saying in, in Romanian which says, better with the devil you know than with a new yes. one. Yes. So, because the new one might actually be bigger, it might also be smaller, but you don't know. At least the one you know, you know. So, yes. based on that principle, some people take it literally and they apply that in dating to and relationships. Um, and, and interestingly enough, uh, some of them might do it without even realizing what they are doing. It's just on so automatic pilot for them that they just do. 
Um, others, you know, settle for relationships just because it's time, you know, in quotes. You should get yeah. settled down. Others tell them they should and they listen to them and all of these external reasons and external pressure or they see their friends right. settling down, having kids, having the white fence and they think, oh my God, I should do it as well. It's time. I know this is something I had to deal with every time I used to visit family. Uh, right. Also because we are the type of family that we just um, are quite straightforward and we are very honest with each other. Sometimes I wish we wouldn't be this honest. Um, and they would just ask me, like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? And I said, when I'll meet the right guy. And they're like, well, just, you know, have someone and get married and settle down. And I'm like, I'm not just going to marry with anyone, like, if I don't really love them. And they're like, well, if you just like them, it's fine. And I'm like, yeah, that, that won't cut it for me. And luckily, because I'm such a strong personality, I could stand up for myself. But I do understand that not everyone has the energy to constantly do that. And sometimes they just give in. But mm -hmm. I think it's like being shamed by family for not being married. Yes, exactly like that. Yes, 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 like that. Well, and I'm doing it for years. You know, and, <laughs> and I mean, I, I literally, I am not kidding you about this. I literally had one of my mother's friends come up to me at her funeral, okay, at my mother's funeral, come up wow. to me and and shame me for not being married before she died and having grandchildren. Mm. Wow. I, literally, I, I, I cannot tell you what I wanted to do to that woman. I, I could, yes, I can guess. I can guess. I had, um, I had my grandma's sister who actually told me that a few times where she said, I hope you will get married and have kids before I die. And I was like, well, and once, because I cannot keep my mouth shut, I, I just exploded. And I was like, well, that depends. I said, uh, well, that depends. When are you planning to die? Is it? you know, soon, or is it in a few years? Because, you know, it's, it, it really depends on that. Uh, obviously, she got offended. She didn't take it the right way. But uh, after that, she did learn not to tell me stupid things like that. The third category of people that um, choose bad partners or go on continuously on bad dates, uh, I think do it just because they simply don't know. They don't know how to choose the right ones. They don't know what to look out for. And, um, you know, nobody's actually telling them. Or even if some people are telling them, they either are not listening or, you know, they just go on the principle, well, that's your experience. Maybe mine will be different. So I think many of True. them just don't know. They basically don't know because nobody actually teaches you how to date well. Nobody is, is teaching you that properly, like, explaining why you should look out for a few things and why certain things are important, you know. Like I am quite lucky on in one way because every time I used to go out with a guy, I used to call my mom and discuss it, you know, and then she would ask me like certain questions like how is his family, what did he say about this, 
what did you say, you know, like on certain topics, like, and I would have certain questions that I would ask all of them just to get the answer. And many times I told my mom, yes, but just because he said that, it doesn't mean that, you know, he would actually do it. And she was like, if a person on a date when they should be on their best behavior tell you things like that, you know, as an answer to certain questions, you should run. Like, you know, if they cannot, um, I mean, obviously, the fact that they are honest, it's a plus point, but it really depends on the answer as well and the question. So, you know, I, I was taught on one way to look out for some smaller behavior things, you know, in people, just to be able to assess whether they would be a good match with me or not. But that was a very small part what I've learned from my mom. The majority of it was what came from books and from professionals in the field because, well, they are professionals. They've studied this for many years, you know, and I got to just read that in a book and then within a week to have so much extensive knowledge based on their work of so many years and experience. So I think that's the biggest category of people who date poorly is of people who don't know how to do it better and they literally don't know what to look out for because there's nobody to tell them or to explain why. Um, But this can be actually solved with the better topics, the dating game, because this is one of the main reasons why Scott invented it and this is one of the main reasons why we actually partnered up with him to develop it further and make it more playable and also launch it so that people around the world can actually play it and have better dating lives. You know, something something I have people tell me too is they're like, well, look at the family I came from or look at the example I come from. And it's like, okay, now, even if you came from a dysfunctional family, or what you may consider a dysfunctional family, or if you feel you came from a bad example, that does not mean you will be the same or have to be the same or have to do the same thing anybody else did. You have the ability to learn and to do better for yourself in your life, in your family. Exactly. It is, only, it is only a matter of learning what to do and putting it into practice. It exactly. Is totally yes. You do not need to live anybody else's life or repeat mm-hmm. what any other person has ever done. You are yes. your own person. I cannot say exactly. that strong enough. I, yes. I hear that yes. from people all the time. I am so glad to hear you were agreeing with me about that. Yes. Like I said, I, I yes. hear that from people. And it's, it yes. is so not true. You are not living anybody else's life while you're on this planet unless you choose to duplicate what somebody else is doing. Live mm. your own life and do your own thing. But you have yes. to make that choice to do it. Exactly. And uh, again, the people who are doing this and who are mimicking other people's behavior in dating and relationships are doing it 
purely because they don't know how else to do it. That's the only example they had till then, you know. And um, well, as you so nicely said, just because someone else that have done it doesn't mean they have to do it. And it's basically a matter of choice whether you choose to accept other people's examples or not. You know, they're choosing. They're they're making yes. a choice either way. They're choosing to duplicate what they see or they're choosing to do something different. Either way, they're making mm -hmm. a choice. That, that's it. You, you need to make the choice. Are you going to copy what you see or are you going to make a choice to make your life different? And I, I would think if you see something and you don't like it, then make the choice to make your life better, and there is certainly help out here for you. You you've got help through through the games that you've got, and I can certainly help through the coaching and through. I mean, I've got a mountain of information on my blog, and I've got a mountain of information through my podcast that is right here for the taking. Easy, 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 easy to find. And if and if you want to just kind of search. Go to lovecoachjourney.com and put whatever your question is in the search bar, and there's all kinds of information. It is here. You make a choice either way. But I, I highly recommend a more healthy relationship. And I think Diana does too, don't you? And, and would, you, would you recommend copying a bad example or having a more healthy relationship? Well, obviously, I would urge everyone to have a good relationship. I mean, this is literally reason why I've created the Better Topics card game for couples in the first place because I know for sure from my own experience that everyone can have a great relationship, you know. Yes, I'm nothing can. special. I'm no more special than the person next to me or the person across the street when it comes to relationships. The only difference is that I might know a bit more about them. But there are so many tools out there now that you can use to improve your relationship if you really want a good relationship because I think that is the first step, you know, to take the decision that, yes, I want a good relationship and then I am going to make it work because I can tell you, again, from my own experience, you can have a great relationship. And, you know, I'm, I've been married now for over four years. And we got married super fast. Like we've met and then two months later he proposed, four months later we had our wedding. And <laughs> it's been four over four years since our wedding. So it's been actually five years last week since we've met for the first time. And I'm still super happy to be married to this wonderful man and to wake up next to him every morning and to just see him around the house and to just, you know, have him as my teammate and support each other in whatever we're doing. It's amazing to have this feeling and this connection with someone. And I think many people can have it too if they start um, working on themselves first and then on the relationship. And with well, tools like the better topics. Well, you've, you've got to make the decision to do it. You've got to put the work into yourself, and then the work in the work into the relationship. So you've, yes. you've got to you've got to actually put the effort into it. That's that's exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. You cannot just have a relationship and just, I mean, uh, wanting a great relationship and then do nothing about it. It's not going to yeah. happen. It's not going to just fall in your lap. And even if you yeah. accidentally find a great partner, that relationship won't last until you work on it. 
Yep. You. That's right. So who, I think we kind of covered this, but let's be specific. Who is the dating game for? So it is basically for anyone who wants to learn how to make better decisions in dating. Um, it is for people from teenagers, really, um, all the way to 100 plus, you know, if they're still dating at that time <laughs> and they haven't had enough of it. <laughs> Because it helps them, you know, it helps them realize because the game, the way it's it's compiled, it has like a lot of characteristics, like real life characteristics from different, different domains, like uh, finance, you know, like is he living at home with his parents, is he broke or is he super wealthy, age groups, is he a teenager, is he 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s or beyond, you know, um, um is he like super career orientated or is he uh, addicted to his phone? Like, you know, there are good and the bad because in every combination of a person, we get the good and the bad as well. You know, we all have our own uh, good sides and let's say not so good sides as well. And when you mix all of those together and you pick out like seven cards and you turn them face up, that's one person. You know, that's a person that might be, I don't know, in his 40s maybe, um, but he's broke and he's constantly, you know, playing video games and has like a lot of addictions. Now, would you date that person or not? And this is maybe an obvious example, but there are other examples as well where, and the, the beauty of the game is because there are o uh, over 170 different characteristics the combinations are endless. Like you can get so many weird combinations of people is unreal. You can get someone who maybe is physically super fit, um, loves to go to the gym, but they might not be loyal or they might not be too stable or they might not want children, you know, and that might be a deal breaker for you, which for other people might not be. So that's why I'm saying, you know, some um, red flags might be um, something that you don't want to deal with, but other people wouldn't mind it. So, but you know, once you look through these and you see all these combinations, you get to decide who you would choose. Like if you have two people like these laid out in front of you, you get to choose out of the two, which one do you think would be more suitable for you as a person? You know, which one would you actually date out of the two? And looking at these and analyzing these, you form a sort of a habit of looking at more things than just the surface, you know? So this is why this game is so good for people who are at any level of dating at any age group. And we've actually had uh, grandparents that we've explained the game to, and they said they would love to play the game with their uh, granddaughter because this is a way of them explaining to her why some red flags are, let's say, serious than others, you know? Because again, kids, if you tell them or read an article, they are very likely not going to do it. But if you tell them, let's what? play a game through which they also learn, maybe without them even knowing that this is a teaching moment because it's fun and it's a game, you know? And they would be more open to the teachings of their grandparents because the grandparents can, you know, explain to them, okay, this person might look okay, but you see this red flag is quite serious. It's more serious than, let's say, the other red flag, you know? So between these two, this is worse, you know? Because 
Although teenagers think that they invented this world, they haven't. Um, <laughs> and I know I thought that. I thought that when I was a teenager, I thought like, oh, mom, you know nothing. Although my mom had like 30 years experience on this planet, more than I. We tend not to listen as much, you know, when our parents are trying to teach us. But if it's through a game, they will definitely be more open because it's more fun. And it doesn't feel like um, a lesson that we have to remember necessarily, you know. But we will remember it because it, it is learned. Um, in a fun way. So basically the game is for everyone who's dating and uh, feeling like they are struggling with the dating life. Um, they can start playing the game also because the game can be played um, as a solitaire version, you know, by yourself with a partner or even in a group, which is even better because you can play it with friends. You know, like when you have party nights with friends, you can actually take out the game and play it with them, and they all can learn from it. All right. I love the idea of playing with grandparents. That, that Yeah. Interesting. As long as they don't get preachy. Keep it fun. Keep it fun. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Interesting. So where, where can people find the Better Topics dating game? So the dating game will be launched in September via a Kickstarter campaign, and um, I'm sure you will put the link under the in the show notes. Um, other than that, they can find details about it on our website, which is bettertopics.com. If for those who are listening to your episode after we have completed the Kickstarter campaign, they will be able to get the game from our website. Awesome. Awesome. Is it going to be on the Kickstarter campaign the whole month of September? Yes. Yes. The whole month okay. of September will be on the Kickstarter page, yes. Okay. All right. And you'll send me that link because I don't have that yet. Yes. I think I've as got As soon it. as we have it, <laughs> yes. Uh, we're just building the page this week. Uh, we just got the designs back. So um, hopefully by next week we'll be able to launch, if not latest in two weeks. Ooh, okay. All right. So the, it will be up soon, soon. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. And I've got the, I will have a link on the show page two of the video on how to play the game. I've got that. Mm -hmm. So if yes. you go to my website to lovecoachjourney.com slash better topics dating, you will get all the information and her links to her website, her YouTube page, her Facebook page. Instagram, and TikTok, so you have all the information I can get you. So, Diana, yes. thank you for being with me. Thank you so much for having me again on your show and, um, you know, also for um, allowing me the uh, honor of being your first guest in this amazing ninth season. I tell you what, like I said, cannot believe season nine. So, I wow. I know. <laughs> and, and like I said, on the show page two, I will make sure to have a link back to the original so they'll get more details about uh, better topics for couples. Thank you again for being with me. And listeners, I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio.